Welcome back, everybody, to the Jetsway Podcast. I'm Jake Simone, joined once again by Sean Kennedy. Sean, what's going on, man? How you doing? First time, two podcasts in one week. Feels good. The new norm, the new norm. I like it. So we're going to start previewing games because our new routine will be Mondays. will be the recap from the likely disaster that occurred the day before. And then we're going to preview the next likely disaster on Sunday. So we just love pain, don't we? Yeah, we always come back for the pain. The pain is right. And speaking of pain, Christopher Johnson, the great owner that he is, who we talked at lengths about in our last show, just had to come out and talk this week. Just a great time to talk after a wonderful performance. He actually called it a mess. And the thing that stuck out to me was he called Adam Gase, and I quote, a brilliant offensive mind. Sean, what about Adam Gase is brilliant? I, we need to check this guy's mind because I don't think Christopher Johnson has a brilliant mind. It's just every time this guy talks, it's always something absurd. It's just terrible. I mean, I don't, I don't really understand why he even makes comments like that because he's not qualified to make it to like to know if he's a good football coach or not. Like, he's not qualified to analyze football like that. So I really don't understand it. But then again, I mean, is he going to rip him like after the first week? But like, he his like positivity is nuts, and it's just. I mean, most of us see right through it. Most of us already have an opinion. And probably know more about football than he does, even though we're just fans. So that's what I got to say on that. Yeah, to me, I think Christopher Johnson just should have hid this week. There's no reason to say anything. And you can't just come out and say that was a mess of a performance and say, oh, yeah, by the way, the head coach is brilliant. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. what? <laughs> where's the correlation? Where's the correlation? Exactly. That's, that's the word I was looking for. But my whole thing is I think he's trying to save face and doesn't want to admit that he got it wrong. And he even said, I should have fired Mike McCagnan after the season because anybody, and I mean anybody, would not have hired Adam Gase. If he hired another general manager, you think anybody was taking this job? I, I guess Joe Douglas did, which I, I, I guess mean, that's a, why. A, a six-year deal will definitely do it, though. Exactly. That's I don't I think, think Adam Gase. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's got a six-year deal. But you think anybody was taking this job? to work with Adam Gase without getting a six-year deal? You're absolutely nuts. You think that yeah. you think somebody would say, hey, that Gase guy, go get him. That, that Miami Dolphins <laughs> offense was just so stellar. We need that. So it, it's just another joke. Slap in the face of the fans, and we just need to pray. I've never missed Woody Johnson more. I agree. I honestly do really do agree. And sell the team, definitely. We got to <laughs> just call it how it is there. Sell the team. Yeah. That will definitely be the best course of action, but – I think Woody Woodman needs to get home, and I think Joe Douglas needs to say to him, hey, Woodrow, nice to meet you. Joe, you got to find me somebody that can coach, and then we'll be fine. Yeah, it is tough because I think we both know. I mean, and you, and you say it all the time, like it comes from the top, like the firing and the hiring. So, I mean, Christopher Johnson, what does he have good that he has done? <laughs> So we nothing. definitely need his brother back. Exactly. He, he's done nothing but just open his mouth and say absurd things. So I would like to have his brother back. And honestly, I would just like to have an owner that just pays the people and stays out of the way. Yeah, just one last thing on this. I'm, gonna, I'm going to be punching so much air this, this year when he comes out in like week, I don't know, 
eight. When did he do? He did it like week eight last year, right? Like when he said Gase is, yeah. Gase is here to stay. <laughs> Where Lovely. Was, what week was that video? Like a fan got him saying on video, like that was something awful about the team. Like that was that, or that was our good buddy Jay who we had on. He joined oh, yes. the podcast. That was the Jacksonville week. Yes. And Jay filmed that whole thing. <laughs> and that was when the Jets were like, really, dude? And he's like, what? So, yeah. Jay started working with Gary V, by the way. Did he? Yeah, he doesn't do NYSF. That's all uh, Kevin Serkin now. Good for him. Good guy. Wow. He's, so, so he Jay's, left completely? He, it's, uh, Jay's with Gary V doing something now. So good for him. Is definitely, it Jets related? Definitely earned it. No, Jay's really. I think oh, wow, isn't Gary V. Isn't Gary V. the big baseball card guy or sports card? I'm guy? not sure. I know he's a Jets fan, but he should buy the team. <laughs> yeah, he talks about it all the time, but I don't think he has that kind of money. Does Stevie Cohen have enough uh, for another team? Or I think he does. I'm just saying, A Rod. A Rod might have lost out on, when one door closes. A Rod. Yeah, jump into football, opens. man. Seriously, honestly, I take that back. I think A Rod will be an awful owner. For any sport, but we let's let's get a new owner in here, man. <laughs> yeah, my whole dream is Conor McGregor's proper twelve. He just really pops off one day, and then you know, you never know. I think he would buy a soccer team if anything. Like, yeah, he'd buy like an Irish soccer team. Imagine he buys the Jets with his money. Adam Sandler, big Jets fan too. You never yeah. know. You never know. He's got a good Halloween film coming out. You should be, you should uh, definitely go view that <laughs> on Netflix around Halloween time. Can't can't go wrong with a good Halloween film. And Adam Sandler. And Adam Sandler, absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, Christopher Johnson remains the worst. Adam Gase, still clueless. Joe Douglas, I think – I don't want to say it, but <laughs> you get you get the point. So, on to Sunday's game. The Jets injury report, again, just has a million names. Like always with an Adam Gase coached football team, all the best players just seem to be hurt. <laughs> the excuses just need to be there for Adam Gase, and you know him. Oh, the gate we got to take what the defense gives us. I guarantee you after Sunday's game, taking what the defense gives us will be said. And we had to adjust our scheme because of injuries. We didn't have the personnel <laughs> or something ridiculous like that. And Jamison Crowder looks like he's not going to play on Sunday. Yeah. Um, Michael P. Ryan, we'll see. He was back this, today at practice. Steve mm-hmm. McClendon was excused for personal reasons. We know Le'Veon Bell's on IR. Denzel Mims is on IR. I don't know if Denzel Mims is going to play this year. And really? the list goes on and on. So, Sean, no Bell, no Crowder. Frank Gore leading the charge in the backfield with Gase always wanted. And newcomer, Kalen Balage. Mm. Kalen Balage. How are we feeling about our chances on Sunday? Not very good. I have a bad feeling in my stomach already as if we're already getting crushed. Like that's like, I have the feeling of that before it even happens. Like I really don't feel good. I know you definitely don't feel good. I'm going to, the offense doesn't look to be in good shape. Awful showing week one. They lost Crowder, which is a good piece, but it's not going to be looking good for Sunday. Honestly, dude, they can show us something, but we say that every have show us nothing. I have a really weird feeling about this game. I really do. Upset. I, I, Jets plus seven is a good bet, I think, this week. Because let me explain. The Niners are really hurt. They don't have Richard Sherman. If they were smart, they wouldn't play George Kittle. I know they lost last week, but... I don't think he's going to play. I don't think Kittle's going to play. Who else is hurt for them? Mm. 
It's just those two are really the big ones. I know they have a I bunch of rookie, other injuries on defense. But he might play this week. Ayuk? Yeah, I think he might play. Yeah, so they have injuries. Those are two huge injuries. Their best offensive player yeah. and their best and not their best defensive player. Their best their best uh member of the secondary. So coming from the West Coast, never an easy thing. I don't care who you are. We know the Jets going to the West Coast all those years. So they're coming in from <laughs> San Francisco. Their first road trip of the year. I have a the Jets are going to be very, very desperate to win. The Niners, I get it. They're 0 1. They're going to be desperate too. But something about playing on at home in the NFL, it feels like your team always has a chance to win. And mm-hmm. how many times have we seen this over and over again before with Jet fans and not Jet fans, but the Jet team over the years where they just have no business winning a game at MetLife Stadium and they somehow win? But then they'll lose to like the Bengals the next week. Yeah. So I don't know. See if like I, the Jets were like, like a little bit good. <laughs> I don't know. Like if they had like just more like big playmakers on their team, I, I would say like it's possible for things to fall the Jets' way and maybe pull out a W. But like I feel like it's just so like talentless. Well, I think if their whole cast of characters were healthy, I think they would have a shot. Yeah, me too. No, yeah, for sure. A much better shot because Bell definitely hurts. They were finally starting to use him as a wide receiver. Finally, he was starting to get used in the pass game, and he gets hurt. Typical, typical, typical. Mims, is he ever going to play? Yeah, I mean, I think he'll be good off IR, hopefully. I don't know. Me personally. I've seen seen this before. Uh, May I remind you of Stephen Hill? I know. May I remind you of Devin Smith? Denzel Mims is not either of those guys. How do you know? Is the kid going to play? I don't know, but I have a feeling he is. I'll, uh, that'll be my take. I have, I have a weird, weird, weird. He hurt both of his hamstrings. What? I have never heard of yeah, a guy hurting absurd. both hamstrings before. He didn't miss a single game in college, but this both is just like a hamstrings are hurt. Like a shot in the dark, kind of, but I wonder if that had anything to do with him falling. I mean, they said, like, his hands and other things, but I wonder if, like, I don't know. I think the drops had, we, a, had a lot to do with it. He ran track and stuff, so you, you think his legs would be good. I, no, of course his legs, versa, maybe. His legs were know. good, and then he came to the Jets, and of course. <laughs> exactly. There you, seriously. Green on. No, believe exactly. me. Exactly. I, I wholeheartedly believe in a Jets curse, believe me. Yeah. Uh, Joe Namath sold his soul of the devil. Sold, maybe Rex Ryan did that yeah, <laughs> before the Patriot game. <laughs> I don't know. The the team has never looked good after that. So, yeah. Right. And, Sean, if we have any shot of winning this football game on Sunday, what are some keys to victory, in your opinion? I'll say two words, Sam Darnold. <laughs> Darnold, but what, that's fine. <laughs> so, what do you think? Some right. easy, some Am I easy, wrong, though? Yeah, no. Well, the thing is that I was going to say is, if you're Adam Gase, you have to get the kids some confidence. Give them some easy completions. Not right? but like the first drive in the Bills game, like he he missed throws that like I guess he would normally make or you expect him to make. You know what I'm saying? So like he just has to make those throws, like like to get himself in a rhythm. You know? That's fair, but how about something? And also, I I want to point this out too. 
when the Jets ran an up-tempo offense, they looked kind of good. Why Why do they always seem to slow things down? What do they want? Their defense back on the fields? And heart- this yeah. defense stinks. If they, were, if they had the 0-9 Jets defense out there or the Niners defense or even the Bills defense, all the good defenses in the league, okay, I get, where you, I get what you're saying. You're going to milk clock, run the football, get your defense back out there, maybe get a turnover. For- this defense stinks. What, what are they doing that for? If I were them, I'd be running an yeah. up-tempo offense, get everybody in a rhythm, try to tire out the other defense, and see what happens. What the hell do you have to lose? Yeah. And Sam has always looked good in the hurry-up and, and outside the pocket. And yeah. that's a thing. That's a whole other thing. I'll, you agree that Gase might be ruining Sam, and he doesn't really use Sam out the pocket like on design plays. So that could be a whole other part of it. I watched that Giants game on Monday night when we mm-hmm. were done recording the podcast. Jason Garrett called an excellent game for Daniel Jones. Really? I didn't excellent, get to watch the game, but excellent game. So many play Daniel Jones is also at his best on the run. So many bootlegs, so many uh what do you call it? Design quarterback run. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just so the just getting the doing what the quarterback does best in the offense is so big. And what the Jets yeah. do, they call one, two, three screen. Yeah. Three step drop screen. It, yeah, and bro, it's there's no typical. adjustments. Exactly. It's absolutely brutal. And yeah. it's funny because last year there were some moments where Darnold, when he used his legs, I take, for, for example, that Giants game, I thought Gase called a really good game that day. And yeah. There's some games where I kind of say to myself, you know what? The play calling wasn't as terrible. And that was one of them. The Dallas game last year, the play calling was, dare I say, decent. And then you have games like the Bengals game last year. And yeah. the Raiders game, he called an excellent game, too, I thought. Then you have the Bengals game. You have the Jaguars game. The first Dolphins game. Dolphins. That game on Sunday was identical to that. It was, identical. Yeah, right. So, I would, the key is get Sam Darnold in a rhythm. Play up tempo. The defense has to force a turnover. Yeah. I know they forced two, but they can, they got, dare I say, yeah. intercept the football. Pierre Desir, is he playing this weekend? Or what do you think? He's, he's back on the bench? I'm going to say he's benched. And, like, I'll add, like, another key to the game. I guess the whole secondary, like, May played great last week. He's got to be big time. And the corners need to step up. I mean, Bless played decent, but. Brian Poole stunk. Yeah, Brian Poole didn't, didn't have a good game. He needs to bounce back. So, we'll definitely see. Yeah, Terrell Basham, the immortal Terrell Basham, is on the injured injury injury report now. Of so, course. yeah, we didn't need Yannick and Gakwe. We didn't need we didn't need Clowney. We have Terrell Basham. Exactly. Terrell Basham. We're saving that money. Yeah, save that money. Two stupid penalties last week, and also that was another thing we didn't touch on on Monday. How many stupid penalties did oh, we get in that game from the very start, from the opening kickoff? Oh my it was it just God. didn't stop. And that's another us. thing too. I'll add Killing that in us. there. I will say this though, not a lot of pre-snap penalties. Yeah. The offensive line. Oh yeah, no, the offense like I feel like most of the penalties were on defense, right? They were like yeah, pass interference or special teams penalties. Yeah, I thought that it's funny because sometimes the stats I feel like don't tell the whole story. I don't 100%. think the offensive line played that bad last game. They didn't play great. But there was a stat. I think they allowed the most pressure rate yeah. in the whole I I didn't see it. I thought they held up for the most part. Yeah, it it didn't look like last year's line. It really didn't look like last year's line. It looked like, like an average. Yeah. It looked average. You're right, yeah. I thought Vin wrote, and that guy stinks. I would have kept – I, I miss Brian yeah, Winters guards, already. Yeah, the guards The didn't guards really were well. brutal. 
Brutal. I thought Fant back then held up their end of the bargain. A couple of bad snaps by uh, Connor McGovern, but what's a Jets center since Nick Mangold retired without snapping the ball low? Unbelievable. So I would add those things. Special teams, it would be nice if they make a play. Yeah, very true. God forbid. And other than that, man, just you have to play turnover-free football, play up-tempo, and get to the quarterback. And we just don't do any of those things. I think what's really <laughs> going to kill us also, the Jets' overall speed on defense is absolutely terrible too, especially mm-hmm. without Jamal Adams. I think Mostert is going to absolutely kill us in the passing game because we can't cover a running back. And then if Kittle plays, forget it. Oh, my God. We need yeah. If Kittle plays, it's going to be a long day. I'm really long hoping day. Kittle doesn't play. I mean, it doesn't look like he's going to play, so hopefully he doesn't, but it's still Thursday night, so who knows? Yeah, last year, there I had him in fantasy last year on one of my teams, and he didn't practice, like, ever, and he played every week. So, I mean, yeah. It's going to be a uh, game-time decision. That injury looked bad. I don't know how he was back in that game, man. He always has, like, some crazy injury, like, crazy bend of his of his knee, and, like, he's fine. It's it's nuts. He must have a really high tolerance for pain. That's the yeah, only thing I can something. think of. But it would have been nice to draft Kittle. We had the opportunity to, but we got to draft uh, all, all Darius these, Stewart. All these stars in the league that we passed up on, it's insane how long that list is. Uh, they did it again this week where someone put out Chris Godwin, Galladay was there, and we took our Darius Stewart. Oh. Bro, I, I Joe Beningo, one of my favorites. I know you love him too. <laughs> yeah. Bro, he said the most perfect thing this week. What did he say? He said, only the Jets – Draft players from Alabama who can't play. Yeah, he is, Jets. he's not a fan of Quinnen. He's like, oh. when is this Quinnen William guy, guy going to show up? I, he when sounds a lot he? like somebody else you know. Not, yeah, you're right. He stinks. I would, I'm telling you right now, I would trade Quinnen Williams for a fifth-round pick. You're not. I said that. Oh, fifth-round pick. Dude, he's he going to be out of the league in two years. You might be right, but year two is... Year two is the year where you find out, I feel like, for like most positions, you know? Bro, I would be so happy if he's on the bench this weekend. He is such a bad player. He does nothing well out there. Absolutely yeah. nothing. I was watching like a few plays, like the uh, All-22, and he's like, he just looks so slow out there sometimes. Bro, he's terrible. This man brought a gun to an airport. A loaded... That was, that was, was unfortunate. Load, I don't even know if it was loaded or not. I don't want to put it... But I don't the think man, it was. The man brought a weapon to an airport. An airport, you know, where they had security, and you have to go through about three different checks. Yep, a gun. What a I ah oh God, only the Jets. But Josh Allen, he's we Jets needed edge rushers, but no, we need Quinn Williams. Yeah. And you face a quarterback like Josh Allen, who you know is going to run on you, and we couldn't stop him running for the life of us. Well, one of the Jets ever been able to stop. Remember Tyrod Taylor back in the day when he would run yeah. all over the Jets too? Jimmy yeah. Garoppolo should hang in the pot. He, at least he's not a mobile quarterback. The Jets, I'm not telling exactly. you, the Jets are going to play a close game this weekend. Yeah. I'll I mean, give you. We'll go over our score predictions, but it's going to yeah. be close. I'm not big on Jimmy G, so like, I'm not worried about him. So like, Kiddo being out and stuff like that is de- definitely doesn't help him at all. They're going to run mean, all over us. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> They're going to run all over us. And that pass rush, no one's hurt there. Yeah, they're going to quick throws, hopefully. I mean, Gase, Gase loves the quick throws anyway, but we got to get guys open. And 
hit quick throws. Yeah, he loves the quick throws until we play a pass rush like this. He'll have Sam sit back there all day. You know, he'll, he'll, draw, up, he'll draw up all these down-the-field passes just just for this weekend, just to get Sam killed and make excuses. I don't even I don't even watch his press conferences anymore. Last year, I would tune in from time to time. I cannot stand it. I had to delete the Jets app the other day. Really? I had to because it just made me so mad. It said, watch coach. One of the notifications was <laughs> watch Coach Gase break down the game for Sunday, and they'll go I'm like, "What the? Why would I ever want to do that?" Delete. Yeah. Storage is getting up there. Delete. I'll download again <laughs> next year when I need my ticket to get into the stadium. Delete. It's unrelated, but did you see uh, Manish get body slammed on Twitter? I by, did. Uh, by your favorite man, Rich Samini, and then Connor Hughes joined in too. Oh, dude, Hughes. <laughs> Hughes, Hughes, Hughes looks like a great guy, but man, I think he's part of like Gase's family. Sometimes he's part of like the payroll of Douglas Gase. I don't know. Hughes is Hughes is uh, he's a good. He does a good job. I I do. Mm-hmm. I have a subscription to the Athletic and I read him. But sometimes some of the things he says, Connor, <laughs> Connor. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a fan a of many Jets, uh, Jets beat reporters. Samini is a is is a veteran though. He's been there forever. He's, it's hard not to respect the craft. Long Island guy too. You can't hate. I him. mean, it's hard not to, but he's like very like shilly. Like I don't know. I get like he. Like I feel old like man yelling at the sky kind of vibes from him. Kind of yes. Yeah. I feel like he's the kind of guy where the same old Jets headline works. Exactly. And he doesn't like, want. Yeah. He's yeah. not wrong, but like it's just like ah. <laughs> it's gotten old. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But Manish, I'm just glad that no one is really buying into that crap anymore because and also Manish didn't I was waiting for a response but I guess Manish is taking the high road there I don't know yeah but Connor Connor Hughes does a good job so I mean, they all do they all do a good job because we always read their stuff that's what their job that's is true. Costello too is another one the only <laughs> the, <laughs> the thing the the only I love Costello is a great job too I got to put that out there but Whenever I think of Brian Costello now, I just have to think of Beningo last year when he yelled at him on the air. Yeah. When when he made Beningo just I've never Lose seen Joe yell yeah. like that ever. Ever. And I've been watching Joe since he was the fill-in guy with with Evan. Really? Yeah, I mean I don't Joe, know if he was with Evan, Joe but was, I was a younger kid. He was the fill-in guy and he was the overnights guy. So Yeah, he was the overnight guy. Yeah, that that's how I remember him at first. So to make Joe lose his mind like that, did you watch Joe and Boomer this week? I did not. I think that was yesterday or the day before. I watched. Came out in the morning, right? I'll send. I'll send you the link to it. But yes, basically what it was. I was expecting Joe to really go at him. Yeah, me too. Maybe it was a little early for Joe. He said he was getting ready to play golf later on in the day, so maybe he just didn't have the energy. But Boomer was saying some things, man, where I wanted to just pull my hair out of my head. I'm sitting there, and this guy Boomer says. And by the way, Boomer, Boomer, Boomer and Geo is a good show. Absolutely a great show. But Boomer, I know I get it though because they interview Douglas, they get Douglas on there, they get he's all the a Jets guy. Yeah. He's a Jets guy. He's a Long Island guy. I get it. So he's not going to come out and say Christopher Johnson doesn't know what he's doing. Adam Gase is a complete idiot. Mm-hmm. Darnold is taking steps back. I get it. So Boomer says, "You ready for this? This is almost as bad as the other one. Oh no, as bad as Chris, what Christopher Johnson said about Gase oh, being no. a brilliant offensive mind." He says, Joe, Adam Gase knows football. Go ask Peyton Manning. I thought he was, I really thought he was joking. 
That has to be I, a joke. I was sitting there <laughs> drinking. I was drinking my morning coffee, just minding my own business. Got my buttered bagel ready, just out of the toaster. My coffee's there, and I almost spit out my coffee when I heard that. I think I would have spit out my coffee. What the hell? And Joe just didn't say anything. I go, Joe, were you? Did you hear that? He said, "Go ask Peyton Manning." Peyton Manning. Coffee is really ironic too, because we know that's what G- Gase was doing for Peyton Manning. Hey, Peyton, you want decaf? You want yeah, exactly. uh, half and half? Uh, how much sugar you want in that, Peyton? Yeah, I mean, a joke. As soon as Gase is gone, if you ruin Sam or not, Peyton is going to be on my hit list because Adam Gase, because he's a he made the phone call. Remember? He made Peyton the phone Manning. call. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah, that definitely had a, had a role to do with it, but Peyton Manning. He should have no say in what the Jets do. The man didn't even want to play for them. I agree. He should have zero say. Oh, my God. What a disgrace, man. What a disgrace. And basically, which just Joe kept on saying everything that we were saying, that this this team doesn't know how to draft. When are we going to get a pass rush? Tired of losing. And Boomer's like, Joe, you got to give it time. It's only the first game of the season. And – Boomer yeah. was trying to say, and this was another thing that I just completely disagreed with. Joe was saying how, Boomer, this guy has been a head coach for the past three years in Miami. He stunk there. He stunk with us last year. We know what he is. And he goes, that th- he, took, he, took, he took the Miami Dolphins to the playoffs last year. Not last year, but in his first year with yeah. Matt Moore as his quarterback. Okay. One yeah, year. I mean, yeah, exactly. One year. His first year. That's that's what we're going off of a, a nice first round exit. What a joke! Yeah, he's been the f- furthest thing from like a consistent or good coach. So like, that's scary. How Boomer is like a football guy and can say that, but then again, he has Jets connections. Exactly. So exactly. exactly. I think Joe knew that too the whole time, and I think yeah. that's why Joe didn't really have, uh, you know, a reaction where did, a, um, a Joe type of reaction. Yeah. Did. Did Boomer like call Joe out, and that's why he he went he, on the Boomer? Morning? So a caller a caller said uh, to Joe and Evan, he said, "Did you hear what Boomer said?" And then Joe basically said, "Boomer, we don't want to hear this crap or something like that." And then Boomer and Geo were talking about it the next day, and Geo does a great Joe impression too. Yeah, <laughs> and I think they just talked, said, "Joe, you want to come on?" And Joe was on at like seven o'clock the other day, and they were talking about it. You know, I I start early and. I wanted to listen. I turned it on. I listened to them in the mornings on the way on the way into the office and stuff like that. And I just could not believe this. <laughs> I just couldn't believe it, dude. But it was a great segment. I'll, you'll have to go watch it. It's on YouTube. It's all over the yeah, place. Yeah, can't wait. And yeah, just the typical, typical, typical Jets. So, Pain. Sean, let's get into some score predictions for the weekend. Let's hear yours. Who? Score predictions. I wonder if we're going to go with a win. I'm definitely not going to go with the Jets win. Yeah, no. I'm going to go. Spoiler with, alert. I'm going to go. Hopefully, uh, does Sam get a few TDs? Who knows? All right. I'll go uh, Jets 14. I'm not going to do the same score as last week. I was going <laughs> to. Jets 14, 49ers. 30. You think you're going to drop 30 points? It's possible. I'm going to go with a lot lower of scoring than you. I think the Niners are going to win this game. 
Uh, the, uh, how low are you going? Enjoy. <laughs> You're going to go low, huh? I am going to go low. I'm going to go with 21. I think the Jets are going to score 16 points. 21-16. 21-16. That's a touchdown and a whole bunch of field goals. Or if you want to look at it, Sam Ficken missing an extra point because that's very likely yeah. too. Or how about if he misses two field goals and that's the reason why we lose? Oh, be very Jets. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> you're trying to say that you're trying to just make that's not save, a joke. That's possible. save the script for Sunday, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we'll, we'll be on here Monday, uh, Monday night talking about how you were right about Sam Thick and stinking. So, yeah, I'm going to go 21 16. I don't think it's going to be a high scoring game. I don't think the Niners offense, it's going to be that game where it's going to be like 10 3 at half, or dare I say the Jets winning like 7 6 at half, or Something like, weird will be happening at halftime where we're like, wow, the Jets have a shot. We're in this game. Yeah. And then once once they come out of half, they're going to look terrible. And then the fourth quarter, hey, the Jets could win this game. We're coming back. Boom, here we go, baby. And then Chris Herndon will just fumble the football again probably. <laughs> so, yeah, I, the Jets are going to cover the spread this weekend, I think. So Thank you. anyone yeah, I mean, that wants to make a little money, that's my pick. That's Shake's pick. I mean, if the Jets are in this game, they have to win the game. Like, it's going to be such a painful loss if they if it's if it's a winnable game for them and they don't win. But that's very Jets. So, like I said, we'll just save the script for Sunday. Yeah, you're telling me about a pain. Like, we we don't, we're not used to painful losses around here or something. Come on, man. Like, I would almost like same, rather them like not not be in the game than be in the game. I mean, I obviously want to see them do well, but like, come on. Yeah, like I was sitting, I was sitting with my friends on Sunday, and we're watching the Jet game. They're they're telling me you're not screaming and yelling. What are you watching the game right now? I go, what What do you mean screaming? What's there to get upset about? I see this every week. Yeah, every week. So, yeah. So you don't have them covering. I have them covering. Interesting. Any any surprises this week? I don't want to. Uh, any surprises? Any surprises? Any bold predictions on the game? Bold predictions. You know what? I was gonna say Frank Gore gets in the end zone, but I'm gonna say Frank Gore gets in the end zone twice. That's my bold prediction. Yeah, that's not a bad one. Yeah, I have a really, 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 really weird feeling that this guy Kalen Balage will score a touchdown. Really? Because Gase wants to prove to everybody. Yeah, no, he definitely does. I'm, I know I have a player here. He's my guy from Miami. Miami kicked him to the curb, too. Yeah. That's yeah. your bold prediction? I mean, the, the I think Kalen Balazs is scoring a touchdown. <laughs> the two-headed monster of Gore and Balazs, man. If, he, if he's active, is he even going to be active? Because if P. Ryan plays, is, That's where's, a good question, where's yeah. Balazs playing? That's true. So... The fact that we even remember when they traded a seventh round pick for this, <laughs> they traded a seventh round pick that the Dolphins were going to cut. Yeah, failed his physical and I guess signed him anyway. Yeah, just signed him anyway. Great. <laughs> and then he'll be on the injury report. Blage hamstring. Exactly. He'll be right and next. All to these him guys in. have a hamstring problem. It's absurd. I really is it a quit? That's one thing I want to discuss before we wrap up here. Do you notice every team that Adam Gase has ever coached has a million guys on the injury report every week? Is that a coincidence? Do you think that has anything to do with him? That is a tough one. I mean, I would like to know like what his like 
off season and like conditioning and training programs are like, but like, I don't know if we can even find that out, but like just from like a football guy, you know, like who would know, but I mean, that is definitely something to look at. Like maybe it's something he does like a philosophy. He believes in that turns out more injuries. Dude, dude, this is going to sound really dumb. I just have a weird feeling that these guys aren't that hurt and he just wants an excuse why to lose. Really? I, I have this weird feeling that, oh, you're hurt. I are. Oh, this guy, we got all these injuries. What do you expect? And then Christopher Johnson's just going to see that at the end of the year because he did say we, we should be able to compete if we stay healthy. That's the I key word because they're yeah. not healthy. So there's the excuse already built in. I, I don't know. I just have this weird – you can't tell me this many guys get hurt. I, the, you look across the whole league. I, who Other than I, the team we're playing on Sunday, the Niners, what, what, what is going on here? All these hamstring injuries, they're all soft tissue injuries here that I just – they're all hurt. I agree. It is weird. Crowder Crowder last week was a little nicked up, and he played. Was limited practice on Tuesday. Didn't practice Wednesday. Or no, excuse me. Was limited Wednesday and didn't practice today, was it? I don't have, I don't have it in front of me. Mm. But he looked fine in the game on Sunday. He, he scored a, what, a 70-yard touchdown, was it? Or something, something like yeah. that? Yeah. He looked fine running. So what changed? Yeah. I mean, injuries cannot be an excuse – Year two, but Christopher Johnson's calling the shots, so he's not going to care what Jets fans have to say. Bro, absolutely not. And if you're Joe Douglas, injuries are most certainly not an excuse. You were literally employed by a team and have a Super Bowl ring in your trophy case that a backup quarterback won. Quarterback. That he (laughs) says is the most important position in all of sports. So I don't want to hear any of that crap at the end of the year, how injuries and Gase deserves another year. Yeah, no way. If they win, do you give Gase credit? If they win on Sunday? Yeah. Depends how they look. If, what do you mean? Depends off, I, I'm going to be honest. To look good. I'm going to be honest. If they win, if they win, for sure, yeah. If Yeah, I'm going to be honest. If they win, if they rally together and win this game, I'll say, you know what, Adam Gase? Go ahead. Do it again. Yeah, I wouldn't give them, I wouldn't give them crap on, on Monday. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's what it's all about, being consistent. Like, if we beat the 49ers and just – are still the same old Jets after that, then it really doesn't matter. But if we can look good and competitive in several games in a row, then that'll be something at least positive for for head head coach Adam Gase. It's going to be so funny on Sunday where we see Kyle Shanahan come up with all these creative play calls and yep. we have Adam Gase calling screens every other play and draws. Yeah, their backup tight end, I'm not sure who it is, but he'll, he'll probably have a day. Oh, he'll have a day. It's, I think it's Ross Dwelly. I had him. I started yeah, him in yeah. fantasy last year when Kittle was hurt. And he had a day. Yeah, he had a day. They did face the Cardinals, I think, that day, who were like a historically terrible at defending the tight end. I don't know why I thought it was. I think it might have been during the fantasy playoffs or something last year. It was late in the season. I, uh, I don't know how I remember that. That rings a bell now because like Kittle was really like cheering on the backup tight end. I think he's young too, right? Like, he might have been a rookie uh, last year. I don't know, but Debo Samuel's not playing either. That was the other injury I was thinking about. Yeah, yeah, he's on IR. Right? He's on IR. So you know, if he was playing, Jet secondary. <laughs> yeah. So it's going to be interesting. I have my survivor pool right before we rack up. Up, uh, rack, rack up. Wow. <laughs> Wrap up. What are you thinking? Who's your survivor pick this week? I picked the Ravens last week. Who should I go with? Someone asked me about that this week too, and like the. 
And the schedule, I mean... The Niners? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Niners wouldn't be a bad pick. Who, who did most people pick last week that, that flopped? The Colts, a lot of people were banged by. and They played the, the Jaguars, um, right? Yeah. The Colts last week, yeah. And then the uh, Eagles by the Washington football team. I liked either the Packers versus the Lions, but Matthew Stafford's a weird guy. and Divisional game, yeah. A divisional game, I kind of wanted to stay away from that. I like the Titans this week off of a loss. I think I get it. Minshew can do some things, but I think the Titans are a pretty safe bet to win. I like that. I mean, there's a few. I mean, like you want to burn the Chiefs early, probably. You want to keep them. I think the Chargers have a shot. I think I like the Chargers really? with the points this weekend. Yeah, really? Tyrod stinks, but Saints Monday night maybe. Against Saints, the Raiders. No Michael Thomas though. I don't know. Oh uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, these are these are some. I'm, tough I'm ones. thinking Titans or Cardinals will be my play. Washington football Cardinals team going to win Washington. two weeks in a row. Oh, how great did DeAndre yeah. Hopkins look on Sunday? Oh man, he he got fed. Yeah, it's a It's just amazing what a stud wide yeah. receiver does for a quarterback. Except if you're Baker Mayfield, yeah. I guess. But everybody else seems to be benefiting from their additions. And all these franchises are having like the quickest turnarounds of all time, like the Cardinals are like a legit team now. Like and oh, we how fast did that happen? And, and the Jets have been trying to make the playoffs for 10 years now. Bro, and we could have had Kingsbury too. What a joke. But Sean, <laughs> we hope for the best. That's what I just want to really exactly. emphasize with our listeners. We want to be wrong. We want, we want Adam Gase to take the Jets to the promised land. We want Joe Douglas to be the best GM we could possibly have. We want to win football games. I'm sick and tired of watching the same crap every week. Amen. Tired of it. So with that, Sean, we will talk Monday. And as always, go Jets. (laughs)